This is the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast, brought to you by Rocket Matter. This is the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast. I'm your host, Larry Port, founder and CEO of Rocket Matter, world's most amazing legal software. Today, we are talking to Nora Bergman. Nora is a certified practice advisor with Atticus and the founder of Real Life Practice. She's also a fellow Floridian, and she's the author of 50 Lessons for Lawyers with, I love this subtitle, Earn More, Stress Less, and Be Awesome. So, Nora, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thank you, Larry. So, um, all right, tell us about this book. Um, you know, for what do you hope loyals, lawyers will learn from, from your book? Uh, well, thank, first of all, thanks for having me on the podcast. Uh, I'm thrilled to be here and excited to talk, not, not just about the book, but about what the book's about. So uh, I hope that lawyers who read the book um, actually start doing some of the things, some of the lessons that are suggested in the book. Um, that's actually a lesson, you know understand the difference between knowing and doing is, is, is a lesson to be taken because a lot of what is in the book, uh, are lessons that lawyers already know. Uh, many lawyers already know lots of business people know these lessons because, uh, their, their, their ideas and concepts and strategies and methodologies that have been used in business for a long time, but lawyers are not the earliest adopters of just about anything. Right. So some of, some of these ideas might seem very new and very different and very kind of weird uh, to how lawyers have been taught to behave and think um, through law school and throughout their, you know, their practice. So I just hope that they take lessons that will, will work for them and really start living them. You know, what's really great about this book is that it is um – it's such a great book for our age because there's, you know, it, the book is like what, like maybe 200 some pages long and there's 50 lessons in it. So each one is you can sit down, like even just like during a break between whatever you're doing and, and knock off one of these tips and, and gain some insight from it. So I really like the way you did it. Any, how did you come up with this idea? Well, thank you. And yeah, we don't have attention spans anymore, right? So right. <laughs> my goal for this book was to write something that you could pick up. You don't have to read it from cover to cover. You can pick up and read any lesson that resonates with you. Uh, and the lessons reflect and refer back to each other. So if you're reading a lesson that talks about another lesson, you can you know skip around throughout the book. Um, so that was my goal, to write something that people could just pick up, read a lesson, and then at the end of every lesson, there's a little section called living the lesson. So, you know, I'm a business coach. So my goal is to get the clients that I work with, again, actually doing the things that they say they want to do. So I do my best at the end of each lesson to give you some tips. You know, here's what you can actually do to start implementing this idea in your life and in your practice. So, um, all right, I'm just going to, for, for, for those of you out there. So, for instance, this tip lesson number six is called understand and apply the power of focus which is a big thing of mine right so i was just at a seminar last week and they were saying that focus is almost deciding what not to pay attention to um, yeah. as much as to pay attention to so it starts with this awesome quote by steve jobs and it comes up and you know there's all this stuff here there's a bunch of tips and then like you say there's living the lesson and it looks like you and i both use an egg timer to kind of like keep us on task 
<laughs> well, you know, it's funny you should say that because the, this book came out in 2016. And of course, now I have an Apple Watch. So uh-huh. I use the timer on my watch now. Uh, but but yes, having access to some kind of really simple, easy to use timer uh, to keep you on task, I think is really important, whether it's on your phone, on your watch, on your, on, on your laptop, something that you'll actually use. In, uh, that's popular in software circles. It's called the Pomodoro Technique. Exactly. Um, yeah. I talk about that in the book, by the way. We do oh, talk awesome. about the Pomodoro Technique in the I'll book. I'll have to send you one of our little <laughs> Rocket Matter tomato timers. Um, oh, I'd love it. Even though you have an Apple Watch. All right, so what are like the top takeaways that you want lawyers to get from the book? Oh, top takeaways. Well, I, I mentioned you know, the idea of not just reading it. Uh, you know, I'd love for you to read it, but I actually really encourage you to to do some some of the lessons you start applying the lessons in your life when I work with my clients I use the word experiment a lot because I, th- I think that you know we can sometimes become uh, kind of stuck because we don't want to take action that we think we're gonna have to like commit to for the rest of our life uh, so experiment and, and not only experiment with whether or not these these ideas work for you but experiment with how you apply them like for example you know you talked about lesson number 6 understand and apply the power of focus you know all of us uh, have some level of ADD these days. You know, Mark Powers, the president of Atticus, likes to say that if you're a lawyer, if you came into the practice of law without ADD, you're going out with ADD. I mean, Holy it's smokes. just a function of <laughs> it's a function of the practice. But there are things that we can do to uh, help to improve our focus. So you know. Everybody needs to find a, something that works for them. So, for example, you know, I am I am really, really uh, a proponent of reducing multitasking as much as you can. Oh yeah. I used, to tell my, I used to tell my clients, well, there is no such thing as multitasking, right? It's your brain can't give attention to two things at one time. Uh, we can perhaps do two different things that don't require attention at one time, but we can't give our attention to two things at one time. We we switch back and forth. So reduce multitasking. What does that mean for you? How do you reduce multitasking? Well, there are some strategies, you know, blocking time where you're not going to be interrupted, experimenting where that uninterrupted focus time works best for you in your law practice. Even if you're a litigator, litigators are saying to me all the time, oh, I can't do that. I have no control over my calendar as a litigator. Well, yes, you do. You have some control. And the more control you begin to take over your calendar, the, the more you're going to believe that you can actually control it and, and you're going to get some control. So experiment with, with strategies that work for you. And if the first way you try to implement something in this book doesn't work for you, then tweak it, change it, uh, find a way that it works for you. I, you know what? It's so funny you mentioned that because I say that a lot to the attorneys that I talk to as well. It's like, it's almost like the serenity prayer attitude. There are things that you're going to be able to control and there are things that you're not going to be able to control, but you really have to kind of identify which you can and which you cannot and then work on those. Mm-hmm. Um, now, does this get into, um, cause you know, you're, you, you are a uh, certified advisor with Atticus and you have real life practice. Can you talk a little bit about, uh, what you do and is, is it the stuff from the book or is it different or, or talk about that a little bit? Yeah, well, I work with lawyers through Atticus. I've I've been with Atticus since 2006 as a business coach and consultant. And, you know, we help lawyers in all the areas, like a lot of the areas that you guys at Rocket Matter help lawyers with. We kind of do the same thing in in terms of helping them implement strategies that help them to work more effectively, 
uh, to manage their time better, to develop clients more effectively, to develop, mentor, train their staff, to understand the financial systems in their office. You know, law school does not teach these skills to lawyers. They, no, they don't. They just don't. They're getting better at it, I'd have to say. Some law schools are a little bit more progressive with respect to, to some of these ideas, but, but the vast majority of them are not. So um, I work with my clients, one-on-one -on -one clients, helping them implement a lot of what is in the book. You know, some of the strategies in the book I learned via working with Atticus. Uh, some of the strategies in the book I are strategies that have been around in business for a long time. I know that you guys, the author of your book, The Lean Law Firm, have looked at how lean strategies, which really came out of the automobile industry, right, can yeah. be applied in a law firm to make your law firm more effective and efficient. So I kind of draw on all these different aspects. But if you if you read the book, you're going to get a pretty good snapshot of the kinds of things that I work with my clients on. Everything from the the business side of the law practice to taking care of themselves as the lawyer. Because if you're not taking care of yourself as, as a human being, you cannot bring your best self to your law practice. You will not be the best lawyer that you can be for your clients. And it extends to your team, everybody on your staff too. You need to be aware of, of, of how they can be at their best and help them take care of themselves too. The one thing that I find interesting about running a business, um, as someone who's running a business, uh, and a law firm is a business, is that like you kind of have to really work on yourself. Like it's a, it's a, like if you're not interested in the personal growth aspect of it, it's going to be really uh, difficult, I think, to kind of like grow and run a business. It's just part of it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the lessons in the book is about just getting some sleep. You know, just get, get some sleep. sleep most of us don't get enough sleep. We think it's like a luxury to get sleep, but there is some really fascinating brain research out there that tells us that lack of sleep affects our brain negatively in just about every way we can measure from cognition to short-term memory to long-term memory. So just get enough, get some more sleep. That's you know, good, that's it's okay. <laughs> no, yeah. I agree. Um, well, look, Nora, if people want to get in touch with you, because it is the 10 minute law firm podcast and our 10 minutes are, are sadly coming to a close. I could talk to you for hours. Um, how should people get in touch with you? Well, they can find me at atticusonline.com. They can find me at reallifepractice.com. And if you Google my name, Nora Reva Bergman, I think I'm the only Nora Reva Bergman, uh, out there on the Google machine. So, uh, That's I'm awesome. pretty easy to find online. Nora, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Larry. Thanks for having me. And thanks for doing these podcasts. They're terrific. This is the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and don't forget to rate and review so we can keep bringing you awesome content. <laughs>